to the Wayfinders Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Telsma, with Paul Wagman and Hello. Taryn Cavanaugh. Hey, how's it going? Howdy, gents. Good to see your happy and glowing faces this glorious May day. Hey, Bryce. Hey, Taryn. How are you? Good, man. Thanks. It's uh, really nice to be here with you guys today. Well, you know, this is... Uh, logistically, it's always a challenge trying to get the rhythm, trying to get... Uh, just the momentum for us to get together. And I, I have to applaud both of you. We're finally sitting down and committing uh, to sharing our stories and acting as a, another vehicle of communication uh, for wellness within uh, within the community. Yeah, Bryce, I think that's, uh, that's a great start for us, just so our, our audience can connect with us and, and know that they're not going through these things alone and they, we share our stories and they just feel like they can come here and, and open up. Well, well, and and that that's exactly the. It's so easy when you're going through traumatic events or recovering from trauma, or if you're just someone who's struggling with finding purpose and meaning, and you're on your own, or at least you feel like you're on your own, and not being able to engage the community at large, or you don't even feel like you're part of the community, just an, an individual hanging out in your basement, and you know. If you're listening to this podcast in the year, you know, 2030 and everything's back to normal and you're able to watch sporting events together in large crowds without wearing a Halloween mask, good on you. But as it stands today, you know, under various kinds of restrictions, the larger society is telling us to stay home, to, to shelter in place for a host of correct reasons. It There's a follow-on effect and that especially for those who are already predisposed to being isolated, it makes them almost unable. They're given the, the, the green light to not engage a wider community, and that is uh, a real danger. You know, it's, it's so true, and we're very lucky that we've had the opportunity to build uh, our community of wayfinders, even though we're very much in the process of, of building it and, um, and obviously doing a lot of work. But the whole uh, benefit to have community in this time where, where there's a lot of chaos and a lot of negativity and we can, we can focus on the positives, uh, you know, all the positive things that we've been working on and we've been successful mm. with and, and sharing that within our community to, to create a whole lot of hope that doesn't seem to exist anywhere else in society. And, you know, and as we're sharing these podcasts and developing other ways of, of sharing this publicly, um, you know, with YouTube and, 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 and whatnot that we're developing, it sure is nice to know that the impact goes much further these days than we first intended it to, to, to mm. be. Mental health is a very, very sensitive subject, and, and, and I hope people can take something from the work that we're doing. Well, it, we, had, we had spoken before as we were getting ready to, uh, to go live, so to speak. I mean, we're recording, but was, and we've talked quite a bit about building resiliency, you know, in, in the process. And it's funny, resiliency is the end state it's we want to be resilient that's that, that's the place we want to be but we're often often not sure how to become or how to get to how to navigate towards resiliency and i guess that kind of goes back to being a wayfinder pointing the way and it's something that i, I as a, as a person who's gone through the the gauntlet and the process of trauma recovery uh still working through um, and I, I'm, I'm always amazed, and this is why I gravitate to, to you both and, and to Wayfinders, is there's something about the positivity. And I, I want to focus maybe on that. How do you maintain positivity, both as going through trauma, which, frankly, we all know it's a very 
negative, I mean, it draws out the most negative emotions, most negative experiences and, and, and reliving them. Or if you're not even going through processing, you're, you might be trapped within that traumatic experience, reliving it every night. So how do you, how do you maintain, how do you foster positivity? Yeah, I think, uh, I think one of the big things with Wayfinders is that we, we're trying to ensure that the people that we're bringing into Wayfinders, that may, whether they're uh, Wayfinders themselves or volunteers or whatever the case is, that they're coming into with that, that positive attitude. They're not coming in um, thinking, you know, this is just going to be another work event where they come in and they feel judged from mm. the way that they feel. Um, and I think that starts with, again, like cr- bringing in those people that are going to emulate the positivity that you you need in your life at that moment in time. Mm. Uh, yeah, I just on on the tail end that what Taryn was saying, um, that has been uh, what we identified a little bit earlier as our, our secret sauce and success that we've, you know, we started off very much um, pulling uh, poster children of success together that were doing positive things um, to encourage their wellness. You know, Jessica Vanderhoek doing Prairie Sky Equine Therapy, which we're in program with right mm. now, currently active and very proud of the work we're doing and she's doing. Um, you know, again, uh, experts who were on top of their breathing and their meditation, introducing us to wellness, um, a big part of nature. And, and certainly with COVID restrictions, there um, there's a lot of things which are not available in the tool belt anymore. Mm. And so I, I do consider some of our successes as being putting a whole bunch of tools easily and readily available in people's tool belts or toolboxes. Mm-hmm. And when, um, you know, things become more difficult, which they do in our journey of healing, um, and which they've, they've certainly, um, you know, presented themselves so front and center with, with the chaos in society right now, we can reach into that tool bag and find something that'll work and know how to use it. Or in the very least, know that there, there's hope to find tools that we didn't know existed before. Because when we started this, you know, it was primarily doctors and drugs, you know, yep. talk, talk therapy and pharmacology yep. that, that I was directed to. And, and you know, um, you were there at the very first meeting when we pulled these people together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're pulling just a remarkable wealth of wellness practitioners, um, you know, and spiritual people to build a community that is so deep that um, we're offering something so dynamic. It may even change the way that uh, we look at the system in the future um, and the things that we offer. You know, that sparks quite a few things, you know, uh, it's quite a dense series of statements that you, that you both make. And I think for me, when I'm trying to wrestle through and, and, and I would be communicating to someone who has, who is on the outside, who hasn't been exposed uh, to a positive community where they, they go into a talk therapy, whether for a veteran goes into a legion and, and, and you know, they, they talk about these negative stories. You go into talk, you know, you talk therapy and you're going into like, an, whether it's an OSI clinic or some sort of group therapy and they, and inevitably it can start spiraling down. And there's this almost infectious nature of negativity because we all can draw upon that well. Whereas what you had spoken about, you know, of, of building a, a fostering community, I think so too is the counter true where positivity can also be infectious if you're deliberate, if you're thoughtful and you're, and you're mindful of it. And I, and I have to applaud everyone who's part of this community currently is extremely mindful of trying to guard that positivity and not just guard it, but trying to, to, to embrace it because it's really kind of interesting when, for me. There's also the, the risk of just putting on the mask of 
a smile, a mask of, oh, I'm positive and I'm fake it to make it. But that's not helpful. Authentic, genuine positivity, which is to say, no matter what's happening, I'm genuinely going to try and think about the best possible way this can this particular interaction can happen. I think uh, going along with that, one of the things that comes to my mind is that not necessarily having to emulate that you know, facade of positivity. It's it's not always going to be. Um, it doesn't have to be that uh, positivity for me, for example, mm-hmm. or for somebody else. Maybe just having the connection with that other with another individual in Wayfinders that you know you're not going through that alone. That that mm. alone is a, is a positive. I like um, that aspect, right? Yeah. Uh, a prime example is this morning we had the the bows out and we had some target blocks out and we had one of our um, our CMP members come out and just for him to be able to ha- have a chat with me and know that he's not going through the same he's going through the exact same things I've went through mm. been there mm-hmm. um, and he doesn't have to feel alone he can bounce ideas it doesn't have to be necessarily like you said the the, the jovial happy smiling and putting a, a a hat on just to to appease everybody in the room it, it's comes from different aspects as well yeah positivity is not some sort of false bravado or um plastic happiness no you know and when when i you know came and and saw you guys in such a good interaction knowing both of you i was really kind of proud when i was even thinking of you know of of my why sometimes in, in in doing this and being involved in it being for my own healing and also to share with others you know those the recipe of success but you know i was really kind of blown away to see um that community happening right in front of me, mm. you know, and the comfort level and the degree of the conversation, because um, we've had so many conversations with with um, men and women. Um, but I can tell you uh, some consistencies with the men is it's there's some big hurdles to coming in um, to a community or doing doing something so un, unknown, especially we know with an operational stress injury or if you've experienced trauma, trust is a big issue. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think everybody who's come here and, and probably pulled over at the top of the gate and puked in the ditch by anxiety, <laughs> when, they yeah, finally, there, yeah. when they finally come down and, and, and you know, and, and come out of their shell a little bit, we're seeing them come back, you know, with a passion and engaging in the programs that we're doing and kind of wa- walking into the light of their own healing. Right. And uh, it's very encouraging to see that. And, and um, I know we're trying to keep a podcast relatively short, and that's what kind of excites me about introducing some of the other partnerships, you know, like with uh, the Newly Clinic and, and some of our Indigenous healers with our four-directional program, Chief Crowchild and uh, Gerald Auger, I know Myra Mistaken, Chief LaFrance and the Buffalo Lodge. And I mean, I can go on and on about the things that we're doing, and we're doing them in a, var- a variety of ways, pro- pilot programs, trying to introduce social media to engage people um, because of covid COVID restrictions and whatnot, but, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of the community that we've created in the safe space we're, we're making. I think one thing to add to that, too, is as Wayfinders and as we build this community, we have an obligation to those that are coming in seeking help, not not necessarily to, to do anything special, but to have a conversation, mm-hmm. start the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Because for these people that are coming in, this may, this may be the very first time that they're speaking about their traumas or, or what they've dealt with through through work and it doesn't even have to be ptsd from uh you know a, a specific battle uh incident or a firefighter or something that you that you've encountered with a 
you know, a vehicle pullover or whatever. It could be the organization side of things, mm-hmm. maybe having PTSD from the, the abuse of authority that it's going on in some of these organizations. And then that's something that I learned this morning, you know, like somebody's PTSD may not be the same as mine. We're all doing it. We're, we're all on, the, on that similar path, mm-hmm. but it might be different. And, and that conversation just has to happen so that those walls can slowly start to break down and they can feel that comfort and acceptance that there's no judgment here. Well, so so you speak you speak to this genuine, authentic peer support of of, of being able to have genuine conversations between two people who have very disparate experiences, but finding commonality in pursuing of, of of a better future. And I think that kind of goes back to what you were speaking to, Paul. Where where and this is one of those things. Whenever I speak with you, one of the you, you always have this this checklist for wayfinders where you're going through all of these different modalities and they're not exhaustive. This is just like the things you get excited about, things that get you motivated, you know, uh, native healing ceremonies, sweats, you know, the, the, the exposure to native spirituality, I mean, that whole gambit that we offered, the, the fireside campfire chats, the, um, whether we're doing something where the uh, outdoor in nature, you know, uh, Taryn, you, you know, that, uh, um, some of that the trapping stuff that you've exposed us to is really extraordinary. Uh, e- even some of the yard work we're doing, horticulture, gardening. The, the, the list goes exhaustive, but to, to me, if I was to plumb down one more, one more level to what part of that secret sauce, you know, because those are all about the, the, these mechanisms, which are brilliant. But on, on, on one level down, it speaks to me that for me, what gets me so excited and makes me positive is genuine, authentic hope that tomorrow is going to be better than yesterday. And each one of these is a tool to potentially actualize that. And when we're speaking to one another, it's to recognize even when you're having, you might be having the worst day of your life because you're reliving the worst day of your life, but that tomorrow can still be better. And that's the, the the genuine hope. I, I, I'll, I'll help, please. Yeah, I mean that's exactly it because this comes from a level of which we have all experienced it. This is not coming from doctors doctors who have studied it. Mm-hmm. Um, this this is not coming from uh, uh, you know our workplaces um, who are offering uh, you know insurance uh, coverage. Um, you know a variety of, uh, of other angles. Whether they're coming from pharmaceuticals who are you know based in business and have other motivations. However. We come from a place of experiencing it, feeling the pain firsthand and understanding all the varieties of angles of which people have lived it. And in that very extensive journey, there's lots of valleys that we've, we've been stuck in. And we've been stuck mm-hmm. there, you know, um, certainly as responders in military in the same fashion from a lot of the similar uh, traumas. And, and, and we've figured out how to get out of that hole on our own because all they were doing from the top saying we truly want to help you we don't know how but we'll mm-hmm. throw you some drugs and we'll talk to you yep. from up here and try to motivate you out of that pit and 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 to some degree that that has been helpful it also has isolated people and it has uh you know uh caused the situation to go away if you don't hear it or if there's no community which um discusses it then those people are stuck in their basements with their tinfoil hats on, like we talked about before, taking medications and not knowing any different and yeah. living a medicated life, which is an existence and not living any quality of life. And so, again, creating something from a degree of which people really understand. And then we reach from the outside in and we talk to our services and say, hey, don't send people here, but inform them that we're here and we're their peers. 
Mm. And, um, you know, same thing with the, with any of the insurance companies, uh, they spent a whole lot of money on me that they didn't need to. Yeah. And there's better ways of doing that and, and getting people back to work quicker and living a healthy quality of life. So we're finding that that's a, a very applicable way and we might be able to change it from the inside out because we feel <laughs> it. <laughs> well, you know, couple things that really come to mind that I would love to touch on just quite uh, maybe on a superficial level, but, you know, you talk about the pharmaceutical approach and, and talk therapy and that's, and those are huge, correct pillars of response to um, injury, to exposure to trauma. But as we all know, there's no one trick pony, but I, I go back, you know, when you're talking about, about this piece, you know, we're, we're looking to try and navigate towards the best life for that individual, the optimum life. So if, if, if you don't have a choice due to a whole host of issues of, of being on medication, that's a hey, thumbs up, keep calm, carry on. But I, I go back and we all are going to relate to our own experiences. So when my experience going through uh, trauma, and, and I remember sitting with my psychiatrist very early on in my diagnosis, and he sat with a very good doctor, won't, let, won't lift his name, but he was top drawer, highly recommended specialist, says to me, well, you have your PTSD diagnosis. How does it make you feel? I feel the same as I did the day before. He goes, well, just so you know, you're never going to get better. You're always going to have PTSD. I couldn't think of a worse thing to say to me at that time. That is, that, and he came from a, from a place of clinical authority. That's devastating is devastating because what he did is he removed hope. What he did is say, no matter what you do, you're like, it's like you have a broken leg. Don't worry. That leg is going to be broken forever. And that's not, well, it's not hope. It's not hope. Inversely. I had a different experience when I started my, uh, mm. my trauma treatment and uh, with an amazing doctor, she's amazing. Mm. And same thing, you know, I, I've, I had a major breakthrough with her, but the first thing that she said was, yeah, you have PTSD, but we can cure this. this is, oh, beautiful! This isn't this isn't right. something that's gonna that's gonna hinder you for the rest of your or life or define you or define you. This nice. is something that we're you're gonna get through. We're gonna get through this together, and you're gonna move on, and you're gonna move on with your life in a positive direction, not in the direction that you've been heading. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, there's two different stories right there. I, I had something kind of in the middle where there was no answer. <laughs> uh, there was no uh, there's no roadmap to yeah. this. Uh, I can't tell you what it's gonna look like. Um, yeah. My situation became something of, and, and to be bald, that that's not good either, because because then you're it, just living in this nebula, this this purgatorical existence of that. There's no roadmap. You're just like, well, I'm just gonna wander the wilderness like Moses for forty years. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? And that's what I'm kind of hoping that our experiences will do is right. is, is is to know that when we took a left, we maybe should have taken a right. And if I can share mm. that with somebody mm -hmm. and, and maybe share that to stop the pain, right? Um, and of course, having hope means that there's there's going to be much less pain you know so but i, I know even in my story i i had uh, was working very very hard for a long period of time and i received a diagnosis of that i was permanently disabled mm -hmm. and uh, there was never anyone to deliver it in a nice way or answer anything or soften the blow it was just kind of like uh, maybe going to the doctor and he says you have cancer and <laughs> then they yeah. say you know yeah. ne next yeah. Next patient, and you're left with that. Yeah. And, 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 you know, when this injury occurs, you don't know what to ask because you are in a lot of pain. You're not capable. You're, 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 mm -hmm. you're 
struggling with a lot of things. Yeah. And, you know, more importantly, you don't know how to bring anybody that you love up to speed because you're so busy working on yourself. And, <sighs> and so a lot of people get left behind. Yeah. And, and that's the one element that we're trying to do is, is to add the education and the understanding to our, you know, to our volunteers who mm-hmm. experience this or our families who are going to come in that, um, that there, there needs to be a process for them to heal and be brought up to speed with what this looks like and, and really that they should have the same sort of hope and they need to care for themselves and, the, and you know, along the journey as well. Totally. No, I absolutely there. And well, here, Tiern, I won't cut you off. Go no, ahead. no, I, I just wanted to echo that. And I think, again, we don't have a secret sauce. There isn't a mathematical equation that we, we've come up with that says, yeah, you, we do this and we input this in here and we, and we, one plus one equals orange. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't solve it for everybody. Yeah. But I think the main thing that people coming into this need to, to, to do or, or come into it with is an open mind and an open heart. Yeah. Whether you're totally. religious or spiritual or not religious yep. whatsoever. Totally agnostic to the whole thing. The whole, yep. the whole idea is to come into this, uh, and it is, and there's anxiety and there's mm-hmm. the unknown. It, it's just normal for the, the way we are as, as individuals that have experienced PTSD or have PTSD. It's you're, you're closed off right away. So the one thing, so we talk about the fuel of positivity, like what fuels genuine, authentic positivity. And I, I'm, I think I'm now able to articulate it. And I think one, one of the reasons why I keep, I keep coming back for more, why I keep identifying as a wayfinder and part of the healing journey for me is before when I was quite acute is I had lost most, if not all of my faith in humanity because I had seen humanity properly exposed, naked and terrible and violent and pathological and evil. Those are all real things I know yeah. are a fact about humanity. However, yeah. when you're around people who are capable of that, but choosing to be better, choosing to do right by people, to reduce the suffering in those around them, I find great solace and it, it rejuvenates me and makes me pause of saying, if there's people who are willing to, to take the hard path of being better, then all of a sudden it restores your faith that people are still capable of doing great acts of good and that makes you capable of being a better version of yourself absolutely and it's contagious isn't it being, that, that's what we're seeing with wayfinders isn't it? and that's why we've you know we've got over 100 volunteers that are stepping up while we're still building this you see that's the key is that we've been able to offer offer this in, in, in a way that is engaging and we're trying to continue to you know come up with ways uh you know to be engaging with our you know social media and the complications with with covid not being able to have the numbers that we'd like to have here uh physically mm-hmm. um which is also good because we've learned um that this has given us an opportunity to to offer this broadly right and and, and to reach many people so it's it's really a gift and part of the thing i wanted to touch on too you, you talked about spirit and um you know, we're not talking about faith. That's different. We provide hope here. And part of that hope, again, um, is to connect with finding our own spirit and to walking in the light of knowing that we can live with wellness. And when we speak our own truths, that we know what we're talking about. We are doing that in a fashion here, which is is really a beautiful thing and engaging with a lot of people, you know, um, and, and it's, it's not just the um, the opportunity to, to have some ceremony and and and, and you know um, connection to land and some of our indigenous healing it really is much much more to that it's it's finding that spirit and community as well mm-hmm. and um, and, and having uh, you know 
it's so much support. Isn't mm. that something impressive? Uh, absolutely. I, I think I, I, I'll leave on this, this little story and, and I come to this because it, it really touched me and it made me, uh, it was a validation that I was on the right path with Wayfinders was, uh, we were having a meeting and one of our volunteers, if he's not necessarily military or first responder, but, but is still a, a huge support in our volunteer um, people is, you know, they shared their trauma with us in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very touching to me because it, it validated to, to myself and I'm sure everyone else in the room that what we're doing is working and, and you don't have to be a, fir- a first responder or military to, to have those feelings or have that, that trauma. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important is that anybody who's coming to us to either volunteer or, or to be a wayfinder in that aspect it's it's not just for us it's for everyone that that wants to be involved and to know that we're not here to judge you on any one particular thing that's happened in your life totally we've had that response and just to share the final pieces um i've had an overwhelming response i've shared with the board and 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 person after person have reached out to us and 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 thanked us for creating this space and and all these programs people you wouldn't expect that would Mm. be reaching out thanking us um, it's moving and it, it's, it's also showing us that we're able of measuring this impact and changing people's lives. So I'm very grateful for what we're doing. No, it's gentlemen, it is a wonderful thing to be around people who are positive and want the best for, uh, for, for others. And I think I can't think of a better place to leave off. Thanks Bryce. And thanks everyone else out there that's listening to this from all of us at the Wayfinders wellness. Be well and be brave one more day. Like, subscribe, and if you have any questions, queries, or even concerns, reach out to us.